Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There was excitement when I came, and then, like, I even cried the first time after, because I was like, I have to end the podcast. Wait, how good? <laughs> I gotta know, how good was it? It, it was so been, like, fucking great. I think it, it was, like, <laughs> six times the first time. It was so wild, and then I was sobbing. Boy, they created a monster. Yeah, I'm disgusting now. No. <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex. Mother, why do we do it? We want to break down the barriers of what people talk about. Our hope is that this will increase our knowledge about sex, decrease sexual stain, shame, st- and stigma. And stains. And stains. And uh, have a laugh while we do it. This episode in particular, you'll have a laugh and you will learn. We oh, are yeah. very pumped to have on two very special guests. We have Remy Casimir and her sister, Charlotte Casimir, the hosts of the How Come podcast. They are based in New York. They're comedians. I loved it. I thought these girls were a riot, and I think we had a really good time, and I think the listeners are going to not believe some of the stuff that they're going to hear. So here's the skinny. How do you like that? Oh, the skinny. The skinny. Let's hear the skinny. Basically, Remy couldn't... She never orgasmed until the age of 28. She masturbated, though. That's the key. And she was pretty confused by this. So she decided to create a podcast called How Come, C-U-M, to find out why she was not orgasming and how how come. And then she learned some techniques and she eventually came. That is correct. That spoiler is, alert. Spoiler alert. You know, listen, I've, I've been with uh, a few women in my life. <laughs> Uh, where it's taken longer than they wanted for them to actually experience orgasm. Not necessarily because of my <laughs> ineptitude, but just because there are a lot of reasons why people might it might take longer for people to orgasm. It's and, never going to be a guy's... It's a, Okay, yes, it could be really bad techniques. Um, but the bottom line is that involves communicating. And we talk about the factors that would prevent someone from, from orgasming. We also talk about tips... And how to achieve orgasm and improve your orgasm. And they give six major tips, which I approve of. Yes. I got this, the mom's seal of approval on the tips. So here's my hope. My hope is that for you wonderful listener, if it takes you longer than you'd like to come, then this might give you some tips on how to make it faster or stronger. If you're very happy with your coming, but maybe you're with a partner or you're dating around and you might experience partners who take longer to come, 
this might give you a little understanding for why, what they're experiencing, why they're experiencing it, and uh, hopefully improve your compassion for that situation. Because there's a lot of pressure, and a lot of people don't want to take the time. And it's, put, I, th- I really think people put way too much importance on it as well. Yeah. It's, it, to be quite, as everyone knows, uh, <laughs> coming has never been a problem for me. Especially fast coming. Yes. Um, You're like quick draw McGaw. Yes. So thank you, mom. Um, should we, we, we also recorded an awesome bonus episode with these two. Well, in which we call, at my suggestion, their father. Of course. And I love the father's a doctor, a very prestigious doctor, it sounds like, in New York. And he starts going off in Dr. Lingo about how proud he is of his, his daughters for putting the podcast together. It's so cute. And then I decided, we're, we're in a time crunch here. So for our patrons, <laughs> we're going to do this bonus episode. I'm just going to get right to the punch, and I go right at it. You do. You, you, you cut him off, and you start asking about his sex life. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. Let's talk about you here. So anyway, I'm not going to give anything else away. There's some really good stuff in the Patreon bonus episode as well as the app, the app actual podcast so if you want to hear that bonus episode go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and join and join um but what if people don't know what patreon is we they know what it is at this point we talk about every goddamn episode well i'm gonna just say mom no okay we talk too much about this all right go look at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and find out for yourself how you can help join in our our I'm journey i'm cutting this no you're not cutting this do it, not cut it, it. You, why do you have to spend so much time on this well you're taking more time i could have been done with it already but you arguing about me talking about it so let's move on to the next subject the next subject is uh, we're curious about your tips on how to improve orgasm i we love when you we hear from you guys and so if you have any tips on how to strengthen your orgasm or, or come more quickly or readily Send us your thoughts at yes text mom. That's our phone number that you can text us your thoughts or leave us a voicemail and we will play them on our Monday morning after show. Cam, do you have any tips that uh, would make the woman come faster? Yes. What? Um, Why are you laughing? I think that I think that whoever the woman's partner is needs to take up playing the didgeridoo. What? And and play that it for thing them. that you brought from oh my god this is unbelievable that you're, <laughs> this is this is what it is you think you're like the master at at uh, I'm just at, saying that's a, it's an aphrodisiac it's an aphrodisiac wait how is that an aphrodisiac you start playing that didgeridoo for those who don't know didgeridoo is an Aboriginal instrument uh, played by the Australian uh, Aborigines and um, okay. <laughs> Which it's, we... it's really it's a hollow piece of, of bamboo wood it could be bamboo but it also could be eucalyptus uh, but it's hollowed out by termites and it creates a wonderful drone sound when you play it it sounds like you're farting actually <laughs> that's what it sounded like when you played I, it for me i came back from australia and immediately picked up two didgeridoos because i thought this was a phenomenal <laughs> not just one instrument. but two yes um and i have to give one to my friend as a as a holiday gift but um i'm very tempted to just keep it for myself but anyway, so <laughs> so you feel that by you mastering the art of the didgeridoo that you are now a better giver of cunnilingus? Is that what you're no, trying to no. say? No, no. I just think the sound of the didgeridoo is an immediate turn on. 
No, you do not. Yes, I do. Like like that's your version of a saxophone? Yes. Oh, my God. I Also, on the Howard Stern Show. By the way, show, it's not a turn on at all. Remember on the Howard Stern Show, he would have women like put the speaker, like they sit on their speaker and then he would like go, go in a really low voice and be like, oh, this is uh, a very similar sound to the didgeridoo. Yeah, Howard Stern's voice? When he when he goes into a lower register like that. Okay. Anyway. Do you disagree? I don't know where you're going with this, but uh, I think that your didgeridoo has gotten you a little a little too much oxygen to the brain or something. I don't know why you feel like this would make you a better lover, and I don't actually think any woman would... I think it's an immediate turn on. I think that you need to find someone who's really weird. I think I'm going to bars with my didgeridoo from now on. What, do you think you're going to be like the Pied Piper? Yes. <laughs> playing your little flute. And, and It's not so little. Yeah, it's, for those of you who don't know what this it, mine is over looks five like, feet long. It's a five foot long, like looks like a wooden stick, and then there's a hole through the middle. I'm surprised that you put your mouth on that, knowing all the germs that were on that. That's prior. how much I enjoy playing the didgeridoo. You bought a used didgeridoo on top I cleaned of it. it with, I cleaned it with tea tree oil. Okay. All right. Do you have any a, a hot tip for to improve your orgasm? Weed. <laughs> Of course. Weed. I'm telling you, they got some good strains these days. And and it it just like, whoa, it intensifies that sucker. You're unbelievable. I literally think I had like one of the best orgasms of my life with that weed the other night. Is this the weed I gave you for No, that's for sleep. I use that for sleep. So I, I, this morning we had a discussion. You and I? I called you on the phone. Yes. And of course you tell me about your sleep. And well, we always s- like to know about because each my mother sleep. takes Ambien or Klonopin every fucking night to sleep, which I think is unhealthy. False, 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 false. It's that unhealthy. That is not true. That I don't think I take one or the other. I usually take sometimes I take both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is unhealthy. What so talking. for no. Hanukkah, I bought my mother a vaporizer. Like, what is that? A it's weed a pen? Little, it's a little weed pen. It's legal here in the, California. It said sleep. And so she, yeah. she's been saying she's wanted it. So I got it for, for Hanukkah. <laughs> and well, then well, uh, you, you called me this morning. You go, I'm able to sleep through it the whole night without any drugs. And that's I go, that's right. phenomenal news. She goes, yeah, that weed pen is incredible. <laughs> and I go, mom, that weed pen is drugs. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? She's like, well, it's not Klonopin or Ambien. You're yeah. still taking drugs. It's not really a drug. It's sort of like caffeine, you know, or you drink coffee to wake that's up in the morning. also a drug. Okay, so big... BFD. <laughs> well, I just you you can't say you're not using drugs. You're definitely using drugs. Literally, it's it's classified as a drug. It's not even legal in a lot of uh, states. You, you, in life, a little message to our listeners: in life, you have to choose. Do you want to be sleep deprived, or do you want to be on drugs, or do you want to be on drugs? There's no there's no happy medium there. Okay, I uh, we've been getting a lot of reviews, by the way, on iTunes, and I've. So appreciate these. This is the sweetest I, I thing so ever. I so appreciate them as well. Yeah. There's not a lot of ways we can communicate with you guys. And then this is a phenomenal way. If if you'd love to show us some love, this helps us you know, see what you guys think about the show. And also it improves our search engine optimization. I'd like to read one. Please do. This one is subject line, best podcast ever. Woo! Five stars by Jessa Luna. So... This person says, this is my favorite podcast. I'm so glad that my friend sent me an episode. I've been hooked ever since. I'm only 31 episodes in and I have learned so much. I've been divorced for four years and I'm 36 and dating younger men and listening to this podcast has certainly helped me in my dating life. I love Karen Lee, but Cam is my favorite. The nerve. Oh, yeah. Jessa, That's a phenomenal review. 
Yeah, because Cam is my favorite. Yes. I, I think you know what that I that's got an accurate this? review. She got our podcast from someone else, and I think this is what I'd love for our listeners to do. If you guys like either one of us or both of us, preferably both of us, uh, share our podcast with your friends. I agree. Share it Share it away. That's very helpful for us. Also, Jessica became a patron of ours, so big thank you Aww, to her. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. And patron is a great way to support us, you guys. Um, all right. I think we got to let him have the show. We've been talking too much. Oh, my God. You're right. Thank well, you guys so much for listening. about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the big orgasmies. Woo. Remy and Charlotte, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. I love it here. Very excited to have we you guys so here. We are so happy to have you guys on. We just did their podcast. We had a phenomenal time. Your podcast is all about coming. Yes. It's called How Come. Yes, or the lack of coming for it, some people. Yeah. What made you want to start this podcast? Uh, I had never had an orgasm. and This is Remy speaking. Yeah, this yeah. is Remy. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, my voice is not much different from my sister, not so it's kind of <laughs> not a, yeah. We'll introduce ourselves. But first. yeah, Charlotte, my sister here, and I were having a conversation about how she found it difficult to come with people. And I was like, well, duh, like I've never done that. Like, And she's like, what? Like, at least I've done it alone. And I was like, no. <laughs> you can't do that like and you were how old i was 28 this oh is my like God. the full that conversation was that conversation was a few years ago was a year, yeah. yeah 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 um but we'd been talking about it and then as i started stand-up i would see because i for some reason i just really didn't think women could come or or yeah if they did it was like these women like samantha jones on sex in the city who like they get penetrated and then they're like oh and you're like oh that's sex (laughs) um or it's just all the stand-up i was seeing all women don't come women don't like having sex and like sit she has a headache yeah Yeah. she has a headache she won't take an advil and pretend you don't want to kill yourself (laughs) And, and um I was like, okay, yeah, so women aren't coming. That's just something we deal with. We have sex, like, because it's fun, but also it's mostly for guys. Your mom never talked to you about masturbating? No. She told us that sex was supposed to be fun, but she didn't say it's supposed to culminate in something, you know, I don't think I ever ever had any talk, really. I kind of just observed trickle down from me. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is unfair for a younger child but i wasn't getting like the best sex talk anyway well, that's the weirdest part though i thought she had been coming and then have had like the best sex mm-hmm. life because she was so much more like developed and more advanced than i was okay so she she's, got, she's the older sister and you've got right two older siblings we've got three, two older brothers for you guys yeah well i have three yeah because i'm the youngest but she was the one who had me get my first vibrator and oh. so I had no idea that it wasn't happening for her. I always assumed it had been. Yeah, no, I was just trying everything. Um, and then when she said that she did and when all these other female comics that I was friends with were saying that they did, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll get some tips from these people. And most of the tips were just try harder for longer. And I'd give up and Charlotte would be like, you're a lazy masturbator. And I'd be like, oh, you're right. But I am astounded. I just, I, yeah, <laughs> you've ne- you never just like experimented one day in the bathtub all the time, and it but just give up never all the time. Eat. And I would just give up because I'd be like, okay, like nothing's really happening. Like it's been fifteen minutes, or 
like I didn't know really the techniques. First of all, I thought fingering, like if you just finger blast yourself, that was supposed to be a thing. I didn't believe how important the clitoris was. Were you watching porn? No, I would only watch porn in a kind of like... Like analytical. Analytical way, way, yeah. Like with my friends, if somebody was like, oh, have you seen Two Girls, One Cup or something like that? Like, (laughs) like, that's not porn. You're you're analyzing Two Girls, One Cup? I never actually watched Two Girls, One Cup, but the other, like I watched Cake Farts, I watched Mr. Hands, (laughs) I watched all those ones that were like on E-Bombs World that were like like sensational. They're not porn. They're sensational sensational, scary. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, no, I never, I never watched porn. It was one, so when I started the podcast, Wait, wait, wait. You skipped ahead. Wait. Oh, did, sorry. So you, you never... Okay. So you did I masturbated up, a lot. You masturbated. It just never... Just never came. Like, if there was a vibrating razor that came out, I'd be like, cool, I'm going to buy that. And I'm going to use the vibrating end and try and figure shit out when I was like 13. It just didn't... It wasn't... I'm not a vibration person, really. Now I can be a little bit more vibration, but like, it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't a thing. What are the alternatives? Like pulsing? Suction. Or suction. Yeah. Oh, you got the new Lilo. No, it's called Womanizer, the one that I did. Ah, it's the yeah. best thing in the world. And it was like, so when I started the podcast, I was like, this will be a good way to hold myself accountable. I won't be a lazy masturbator. And people would come on and they'd give me assignments to do for the next week that I had to complete to hopefully come. One of them was watch porn. One of them was like, go to this tantric sex healer. One of them was like a female masturbation class. Like all these things that I was trying. And then separately, my friend told me on another podcast, he's like, my friend who never came before used a womanizer. And then I used that and I was like, done deal. This is so hilarious. So you, you can't come, so you start a podcast. It yep. doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I mean, it's just like most people start podcasts. No, I think that it's a, that makes perfect sense. She's doing a whole experiment to find I out how to come. I understand that, but it's yeah. not like the usual research way of doing things, okay? No, <laughs> definitely Can't come, not. let's start a podcast. But that's <laughs> what was annoying too, like, or like just from a production standpoint, because like a lot of it was emotional labor that I'd be like, okay, we have to like schedule the podcast and then I literally have to like sit in a room and masturbate for 30 minutes and then cry because it's not working. Like it was very, I was very scared that like I was broken and it would never happen and stuff. But I also was like, there's probably other people out there. Yes. Jupiter slut. Yes. We did a a, a podcast episode with someone who also had some issues with uh, the whole trauma and and masturbating. And she ended up doing an entire year of masturbating on camera, actually. Mm -hmm. Because she'd she'd gone through her whole life never masturbating because of shame from Uh, her religious uh, background. uh, And she became like a popular vlogger wow. very popular vlogger. For her, you should check her that's out sick. yeah so people are always like you. oh so the episode that you came on we can hear you coming i'm like no <laughs> like i'm a comic <laughs> but <laughs> that's an interesting idea for a podcast too we have had someone come on our show really a phone sex operator and that is the most awkward episode we've ever done oh my god yeah because yeah. the two of us were watching oh her well we, no, we were listening we were actually watching her uh, we were watching each other we were watching which was even more uncomfortable <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> okay, so it was I was living in Chicago. Where were you in California or yeah. New York? And uh, we were watching each other and Through listening Skype. to a phone sex operator decide. That's because you and you instigated that. She mentioned how she comes on every show that she, every podcast. But she's she goes really on. coming. 
Yes, yes, oh, yes. It was so what intense. What is she saying? Is she like being <laughs> sexy with you guys? It was like a and weird. And then she goes, Kim, are you ready? And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, maybe, yeah, I guess. And I and was like, yeah, it was icky. I mean, and then it was like an animal. Yeah, it was It was really awkward. It was icky? It was icky. It was, <laughs> it was icky for me. To, uh, to, I mean, it's, it's weird I, because we could talk about everything, but right. well, when it comes to it there's something about sound too. Like I was on my friend's podcast and him and I listened to an ASMR video of someone eating pasta <laughs> and we had our legs crossed so tight and afterwards he goes, that was worse than if we kissed. And I was like, <laughs> I know, it was terrible. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, I love that you you started this podcast for this purpose. Me too. My life is so much better now. Okay, so <laughs> I, I have so many questions. Do you related. masturbate like all the like time? Like a dog. Like <laughs> a dog. <laughs> Making up for lost time. Literally. I, we have to like like just like make up a phrase because we keep being like, oh yeah, we're in our, my adolescent boy phase. But really it's just like my self-discovery yeah, phase. Your awakening. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. always joke that it takes me six hours. It's not even a joke to edit every episode of my podcast because I get like horned up and then I'll start masturbating and like take a break and I, go back. Yeah. I'm adding a segment to the show. I was thinking about doing it for this one. Really? Where I'm going to have a bell in the middle of our of this little area mm-hmm. and anytime someone gets aroused, they have to hit the bell. <laughs> yeah. What do you Hilarious. think of that? Totally we should do that. Yeah. That is so funny. Ding, so ding, that ding. will be a new thing. I'm um, aroused right now hearing that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, <laughs> because how I I never say when I'm aroused in the moment. Right. Like I was pretty aroused during that phone sex operator bit, despite looking at you the whole fucking time. But right. I, that would have. Well, that's it's probably scary so to awkward. say. It's such an uncomfortable yeah. feeling. I'll never forget. I was watching a Knight's Tale in the theater next to my father when I was like 12, <laughs> and Heath Ledger was just doing all the right stuff to me. Mm. And I like looked at my dad and I was like horrified. I was like, I can't believe like I have this boner. (laughs) My father is next to me. Like, I right, so you, so you recognize that you were getting aroused. Like just you just couldn't actually have was, the actual the, orgasm. That's why I was like, oh, I have clout to start this podcast because I have loved sex forever. I've always been like I was a sexual little girl. Like even with my friends, I'd be like, oh, show me your vagina and see, let's match or see let's if we, let's see if we have matching parts and like you know yeah, like, discover and like I used to like scissor with my friends when I was like six. Like it wasn't for lack of trying. It was just for lack of really, I think, general knowledge out there in the world, too. There weren't suction devices that existed. There was like even I'm I'm 29 now when I was eight. 1998 is when they discovered the internal structure of the clitoris. What the G spot is nuts. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. What's crazy is they don't even think there is a G spot. They, it's just an it just moves around of your because clit, wherever your body inside. is, yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, wait. So do you know photo of it? It's wild. No, but also I'll show you. Like you know how we think that the it's like that little nub. I like the way she yes. does. Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you podcast. <laughs> there's a little there's a little nub that on the front or whatever, but then it actually goes back and then it's got these nice little it looks like a man on a horse like little saddle legs uh-huh, around uh-huh. the vagina. Oh, wow. And so even an internal 
orgasm is technically a clitoral orgasm because it's touching your oh, clitoris wow. from the sides of yeah. the walls. Yeah. So some women's just aren't as close to their wa- sides. Well, yeah, that's and the whole thing. It's all individual. It's, it's, all it's, it's individual. completely different on everybody. So do, have you come to a conclusion as to why it took you so long to, or like why it's necessary to, to have suction? I think... It was necessary because it really didn't give me the option to not come. I think you need to explain to our listeners, what are you talking about with suction? Okay, so the womanizer is, it uses, it's like a little Dyson vacuum for your vagina. Yeah. I hope Um, you were sponsored by them at this point. We (laughs) have been at different times, but now there's other um, toys that are a little more affordable Mm -hmm, that sponsor mm -hmm. us because not every person is down to shell out like $200. Yeah. Yeah. On a sex toy. I think both camps are great. Um, but either way, it uses like a suction technology and it feels like kind of someone's either sucking or licking, depending. Yeah. But it's great. You know, it's and funny. They're beautiful. It's really it, wonderful. It, this and is where beautiful. everyone is so unique. I always say that every vagina is like a snowflake mm-hmm. i mean and every clitoris whatever it, you know it, it's it's as different as guys penis sizes and shapes and everything else because didn't you tell me that that is that suction technology yes. does not work well, for you? so that's what i was going to say is that i tried i think what's the lilo version of that uh the sona oh yeah the sona yeah you can get 15 uh, percent off if you mention karen lee 15 um uh, just saying um at lilo that was so intense for me that I couldn't. I yeah, mean, too much. it just was too much. Yeah. But that's I, and, like, um, but a little tiny, like little, almost like a bullet vibrator can get me off. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. really depends. And I don't want any woman listening to this saying, "Oh, uh, you know, I, I'm there's something wrong with me because I can't have I can't have an orgasm during sex." Right. Uh, nobody can have an orgasm during sex alone unless something only clitoral. eight right. to twenty five percent of women. Yeah, and that's if they're just vaginal penetration. Right. But that is beca- most likely because it's they're still manipulating somewhere. Yeah, their inside. body so that it gets stroked somewhere. Yeah, you know, either internally or they are able to position themselves in that position. So don't feel bad if you can't have an orgasm during sex, because most totally. people can't. And sure. if you're like, oh my god, the womanizer was guaranteed for Remy, it didn't work for me. Find something else. Just keep trying other keep stuff because a lot of people. It was sad. There was excitement when I came. And then, like, I even cried the first time after because I was like, I have to end the podcast. Wait, how good? <laughs> I got to know. How good was it? It, it was must have so been, like, fucking great. I think it, it was, like, <laughs> six times the first time. It was so wild. And then I was sobbing. Boy, they created a monster. Yeah. I'm disgusting now. No. Um, no, and I'm Does it, I'm does it take now. you longer? Or, or No. I And I've gotten better at doing it in other ways because it's completely lifted this mental block of, like, like a lot of people would be like, oh, you haven't done it yet. And like, you're pretty decent. Like we know that you're pretty decent at sex and like you're pretty <laughs> experimental and like that doesn't make sense. Like it must be a psychological thing. And then I'd immediately jump to like the darkest place. and I'd be like, oh, I'm fucked up. I've got like stuff that needs to be unpacked and like, nah, like there's some fantasy. I have to dress up as like a grape. I don't know. <laughs> and and then the second it happened, I was like, it was mechanical. It was not, it's, it's mental. mental. Well, it's mental in a way that, like, just like any sort of thing. Like, if you don't let go, it's not going to happen. You're just yeah. stressed out. It is so, so once mental. you broke that barrier, it's like yeah. Then free. I then there was one day that my womanizer was dead, and <laughs> my so I know, and I hadn't left my other one at my boyfriend's house, and all I had was this little vibrator that Unbound had given me, and I was like. 
I could do this now because I know myself more and I used it and I did it and it was great. And like, yeah. So now it's like opened a floodgate. Yeah. And I I have had so many guys be like, well, you shouldn't use sex toys because then they desensitize you. Oh, that's bullshit. Bullshit. Everything like the more orgasms you have as a woman, the more you can as a man. Yeah. Yeah. The more you train, the better you are. This is pretty interesting. You got like a marathon thing going on. Exactly. When you say that like, oh, now I know how to do this. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it seems like there is an active conscious event that's going on in your brain. Yeah. That's like, okay, I'm going over the hump or something like this. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you use the womanizer when you're having sex? Yeah. When you're on top? Uh, on top is harder. It's more like doggy. <laughs> okay. Or on the side, like laying on the side, because then no one has to do any work. Does your partner <laughs> is is he cool with that? Yeah, he loves it. It makes he's, his he's, job easier. Yeah. Oh, God, some yes. guys get yeah. like all emotional about it. They're no, like, no, Fuck, I can't do it well, alone. Well, that's like because what she the, was saying that the, some people say you shouldn't use vibrators because it desensitizes. No, you. it's just a it's a macho thing. Also, insecure men. Yeah, and with the womanizer, what I found really awesome and like super different from vibrators was I was afraid of that like desensitizing yeah. thing and I did get in my head I think with the, my boyfriend at the time when we were like last year and I needed this vibrator to like come with him and then I tried the womanizer and I feel like it like you're saying like trains you to come mm-hmm. like you get more used to it and your body gets more comfortable and acclimated to it so like having orgasms just gets easier yeah rather than like requiring something mm-hmm. yeah. like now like he's got that without her yes yeah we'll have to talk to womanize her they're great yeah. they're really great <laughs> so really great. did you so in your your finale to last season yeah i heard you had an internal it was your first internal yeah orgasm. did you feel pressure leading up to that you should be like oh this is the finale something no, incredible has to happen no that was a really happy coincidence um <laughs> because after i was on netflix that company sweet vibrations reached out and i hope they don't listen to this because it's whatever but uh, they reached out and they were like, yeah, we'd love to send you some toys and stuff and maybe sponsor you. And I was like, I'll just take the toys and then I'm like, <laughs> sponsor whatever. And then I used it and I was like, holy shit, that I've never had an internal before. And so I was kind of like weaseling with them. I was like, yeah, you can sponsor us and stuff. But then I was going to talk about it anyway because it was such an interesting experience. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. But now I love them. They're great. They're amazing. They're great sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> They're great sponsors. That is awesome. I love that you guys are able to talk to, about your sex lives together. I, oh, I yeah. Think we'll it, compare our tits sometimes. I'll be like, mm. she was like, ours look alike. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and how I, many years apart are you guys? Three and, three and a half. half. Okay. Yeah. Was it ever awkward? Was there, or just always growing up? You guys I've been a little, uh, my nickname was nudist. Out of our family, like we had Skippy, Spanky, Nudist, and Chewy. You're Chewy, yeah. yeah. And, and fat face. And yeah. Nudist, you, what? She was a little fat face. It was so cute. Oh, um, the cutest child. Chewbacca, and pinchy, the, yeah, squishy. But Nudist Aww. came from I. I just loved being nude. I would wake up every morning. If I we love were, being nude. If we were in Long Island or something, I'd go out and I'd be naked. I'd pick berries. I'd sit on them. I'd whatever. <laughs> like, she was always very comfortable. Just and very comfortable. And then I developed really really early so i'd oh and i was very proud of myself and i'd run around the house i'd be like look at these and boobs the jiggly, in front jiggly. of your older yeah. brothers the, mm, yeah i even wanted to like show my brothers like i had this like weird triangle cotton bra it was like not for girls with boobs it was for girls with little like mosquito bites but i came out and i was like 
witness me like i'm an adult now <laughs> and yeah and i think like, i'm kind of like not the polar opposite you're the opposite yeah i mean i'm very comfortable talking about sex and all that now but when i was younger i was definitely the polar opposite like i didn't even like to change in front of people when mm. i was in middle school because like i think she yeah she developed really early and i was very very late uh, i so, used to try and get her hormonal milk because i thought that's what spurred it on for me that's and adorable like, and i was so like, sad like though. take it like contraband i'd be like come on but i was like i'm not a woman <laughs> i was like so ashamed of myself my mom like laughs about it to this day she'll she'll Aww. be like yeah because i would sob i'd be like i'm not a girl yeah and i was like 14 or something i didn't have boobs yet i was just like you I yeah was the same thing i was in 15 before i got my period Exactly, but it's so frustrating because I was very sexually inclined. I just felt like my body wasn't matching. So she was sexually attracted to Axl Rose at nine. I mean, I was married at three <laughs> on a beach. <laughs> Not I was like crawling out of the womb, attracted to people, but like I guess I didn't really act on it or anything. And I remember being. 12 and all my friends are making out on the bus and talking about what floor do you live on 32 C mm. like <laughs> <laughs> no it's 30 double I, I wrote in my senior yearbook of how embarrassed I was because I was so flat-chested and everybody used to make so much fun of me and one day I'm sitting in the cafeteria I was a freshman in high school and one of our friends Stan P Stan. Stan. Stan humiliated me. He and we're sitting at a long table in the cafeteria, boys and girls together. And I was so self-conscious because I had no tits at all. And he comes running through the cafeteria and slams right into me and bites me in the boob. What? What the fuck? Everybody starts laughing and I was humiliated. Oh my god! Fuck you, Stan. That's you, Stan P. Although, <laughs> looking back, I mean, it, it it did provide me with a good embarrassing moment to write in my yearbook. Yeah. See, so. I have. I'm not going to say who it is because we're still friends, and I hope he's learned. But I had a friend of mine come up behind me in high school and flash my tits to everybody at a party. Was and he I, like grabbed your shirt and pulled it up? Pulled it down. Oh, oh wow. my god! Yeah, That's and worse than Stan I was P. like, "How dare! They're warm right now. They don't even look good." <laughs> 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 at least let them get cold first but yeah no we've always like been very open and talked about everything the, the, it would be yeah. so uncomfortable for me to talk to my sister or my brother we now live together and we've mm-hmm. grown much closer since yeah. then but yeah. it would be way more uncomfortable for me growing up to talk to my siblings about their sex lives than it would be to talk to my mother about my sex life yeah which I is kind of strange Thank you. i feel good about that no, I think it's strange. Huh. I, my brother also just got mad at me recently for being too nudist around. <laughs> I, I, it was a weird, like, consensual thing. That's amazing. He was like, dude, you got to put on clothes. And I'm like, I, what, do you, what do you want? I'm about to shower. I just got out of, like, a, yeah. a hot tub. That come. is hilarious. We like, have a brother where funny. it became a problem because he started, like, the boxer briefs trend. And it showed all the time. <laughs> and our mom would be like, like no, wear no. a robe or pants or something. <laughs> like, there are young girls in the house. You know, that yeah. would be another good topic because I'm telling you, my sister had her kids running around naked in front of her till they were like 13. I'm like, what? come on, stop. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I am kind of pro nudity in the house. I think that we, grew, I grew up in a house that is like super 
you did not like nudity in the house whatsoever. No, I don't. I, and I think it creates more body shame. Like I, th- I think it took me a long time to get comfortable with my body in front of, of me. In front of women, of course, because of you. Oh, I definitely. I mean, I definitely felt shamed by being called nudist. <laughs> like from a very young age, being called nudist. Like everyone else had a cute nickname, and I, I was, was not cute. I was chewy. Chewbacca. I don't care. Chewy That's is cuter what that than comes from nudist. Do you remember Beth when you went over to her house? Yeah. She, this is a girl who's very comfortable being nude. Mm-hmm. And I would go over. It was my best friend's house. You were like, how old? Uh, seven or something. Mm. And she would come down with like nothing on. Maybe a towel or something. Yeah. I think I it's know. very individual. I don't think it's ever really about the nudity. I think it's more your own insecurities. Like for her to be nude now is fine. But I was so insecure when I was little that I didn't want to be around nude people because I mm. felt the need to be nude. Mm. And I didn't want to be nude because mm-hmm. I was embarrassed. Well, yeah. My friend, like you said, if you felt like you were overweight or underweight or flat-chested or too big right. of us or whatever, you don't want to show off. Exactly. My friend, we used to go to the gym together. And after, I, I never like changing in front of like strangers because I don't want to be like, well... Uh, you don't have to look at my body like you didn't consent to this or whatever. But she would always get she's one of those Equinox people that would like get totally naked and then lotion up her whole body in front of everybody and <laughs> just be talking to me. And I'd be like, I don't like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how to awkward. say that yeah. to you it, because she's I mean, now a porn star. <laughs> yeah. And she has a, such a good body that it's like, I can't not look. <laughs> but yeah. where am I supposed to be looking at you when you're lotioning your boobs in front of me? And who needs to lotion your boobs at all? Are you they, usually- they, <laughs> that, see, but then that's another thing that makes me feel guilty. I'm like, I should be lotioning more. Yeah. I, 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 I don't remember the last time I lotioned my boobs except <sighs> during sex. I have a confession to make. You lotion uh, your boobs? On New Year's, I was wearing a shirt that I rarely wear. Yeah. I got it in China. It's very form-fitting. It was like tailored to me. Uh-huh. And this is what I would... Anyway. It was so tight, and I was—I guess it was so dry. I chased the shit out of my boobs. I would literally—my nipples were bleeding. Ah. I swear to God, this is amazing because you always hear about that, and I've never had anyone talk about it. That's my excuse for never running. I'm like, no, I hear marathon runners chase. (laughs) I'm not going to run down the block. Thanks. You Uh, should put some lube on that. I put Vaseline all over. I didn't have Uber lube on at the time. (laughs) That's the new. You could put your weed in there. You You could could put put some lube on that. Yeah, (laughs) we should have a shirt. That says put some lube on it. Put some lube on everything. So why do you think the orgasm is so important? Like why is it worth discussing in every week almost? You're very eloquent in discussing this because though Mm -hmm. I've had them like I just think it's an empowering thing. Like Uh. especially being able to orgasm alone. Like I always used to put so much stock in I have to find a man and he has to be the right man. Hell no. Um, And he's going to be the sex or the the more sexual one and he's going to do stuff to figure me no 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 you get there's to, no magic penis there's no magic penis but also like just knowing that you don't need to go find another person and you can have sexual fulfillment by yourself is the biggest relief of my life wow. like yeah. if i if you had told me in sex ed hey remy did you know that you could never have sex with a guy and have orgasms like every day I'd be like, oh, sick. I'm not worried about anything. Like it used to just be like, I need to get good at sex because that's what, like, no, you need to get good at. Like be comfortable with your becoming, body. Yeah. Well, that's what we were all talking about earlier was 
listening to old episodes and not like identifying with that person I will listen to the first one and hate it because (laughs) I really don't recognize myself I'm like that person knows nothing and being a part of this podcast I feel like we've become so much more comfortable not just with sex and talking about it but communicating in general Mm -hmm. learning your own body being more open with people and partners it really like has to do with every part of life yeah Yeah. and yeah everyone has sex and if you're comfortable speaking up about sex something that's so private and taboo i guess while you're nude yeah so you can speak up anywhere else literally anywhere so it really is it changes your whole life i think it really does you you did say that very eloquently exactly you You, you asked us an interesting question on your podcast which was how does basically how does the podcast or how do people that you're dating interact with the podcast yeah yeah, yeah, like are they cool with it how would you guys respond to that so i mean we always say when we meet guys out in the world and they are like oh what do you do the moment we tell them, oh, we run this podcast, you can tell what kind of guy they are because yes. such a good it's way either, to meet people. Yeah, it's like a douchebag deterrent. Um, because, <laughs> or it's it, 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 a douchebag attractant. Or, or it incur, <laughs> but, but you know, so you don't have to be like, okay, I'm going to spend the next nine months of my life educating this fool. Right. Like you can just get out early. Um, I mean, we do want to tell people, but most of the time it's like, like the guys who, oh, you have a podcast on the female orgasm? That's so interesting. I would mm-hmm. love to hear more about yeah, that. Yeah, it's not about a lack like, of knowledge. It's all about how they express their curiosity. I was, I always tell the story, but like I was with three guys. They asked me what I did. I told them. One of them just kept asking questions but interrupting every two seconds. Like, wait, wait, wait. So you're like, this is like sex. Like, wait, like your sister? Hold on. And this other, like, <laughs> wouldn't sucks. shut the fuck up, like, yeah. at all. And this other guy just goes, dude, do you want to learn or not whoa and i was like whoa that's awesome yeah <laughs> you do need to chill out do you want to listen or not yeah. i'm like i do really want to teach people and it, it really is for everyone to have a better experience but it's some people don't respond the best kind of, yeah. so, this is what i always think about the, your body is like having a car right a really nice porsche mm-hmm if you just handed the Porsche over to someone who'd never driven a Porsche, they would fuck everything up. Totally. So you need the owner's manual for your own body and know that manual inside yeah. and out and then communicate that to someone else Absolutely. before you start tr- expecting them mm-hmm. to understand how to run that baby. I love yeah, that, sure. Mother. Yeah. So that. true. Also, what you were we were talking about, um, why it's empowering too. It's like a tiny little anecdote I thought was awesome. We did an episode on disability and one woman who was describing how her whole life is other people helping her whether it's walking mm-hmm. eating she's like well she can't being, walk she gets wheeled i'm saying like yeah yeah, yeah. everything yeah. is helped you know it's, yeah. she can't do it on her own she's like when i learned how to come on my own this amazing thing that i could do by myself Aww. was just she's incredible. awesome her so name empowering. is hannah sawyer she's done a whole article for yeah. cosmopolitan and stuff about sex and disability but let's like she's like i can't reach my food but i can reach my vibrator um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and yeah it's nice yeah i always say it makes me feel adult like i was always like thinking like oh, i'm just gonna stay a fucking especially comics like we're such like little adolescents for yeah. 
forever. And then the second I came, I was like, oh, I'll do adult things. I'll pay You're taxes. You're a woman now. Like, I could, yeah. I, but the, it's also the hormonal release is so good for you. It's it really so, good. so good. It's for better you. medicine than any, like, I feel so robbed. We always say, like, guys just found out, not not that it's evil guys, but the, the patriarchy found out how many orgasms were possible, like, able to have and they're like we don't like that let's make them think they can't have any <laughs> like yeah or one is one and done yeah i have a personal question for you given oh. that we're doing similar things yes. like you we started as comedians now suddenly yeah. we're in the sex world uh does that do you ever have like uh like i don't know doubts being like wait a minute am I, i'm spending all my fucking time talking about sex Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily comedy like this is this is an interesting like it can be comedic in nature this podcast but it's not necessarily like delivering jokes or like sometimes it gets a little too heavy duty with the sex education is what he's saying it is and like that's why i liked starting the podcast because i like people will be like well why do you think you're a good interviewer i'm like because i'm really interested like i Mm want to keep learning and i think that's it's it's a difficult thing because i want to um I want to source really great guests and I want to have every episode be something that somebody can take something away from. Um, and I'm still really curious about everything, but I do want to have a good time. And there are times that I've like made jokes about stuff that people are like, Oh, that really offended me. And I'm like, okay, but also like I'm a comic, like, yeah, <laughs> but that's away where, with like, a lot of stuff. our balance comes in too. Because yeah. like I came on as at first, like the researcher basically. So, you're obviously a comedian. She would remind me sometimes like this is comedy. First yeah. And foremost. Yeah. And I'm coming in from like a very intense research background being like, you can't say staff. that. You can't say this like pages of documents basically. And, but you're pretty funny too. Thank you. Oh, yeah. She's very funny. funny. You're, Charlotte, you're pretty funny. Yeah. Don't, uh, cut, don't cut yourself short. She's on Twitter. You. It's great. I'm, I'm, I like to write. I'm not uh, in front of the camera person, but like, it does get a little heavy and I'll take the blame for it. Yeah, it gets sometimes. a little heavy sometimes. Yeah. But there's so many interesting things. Yeah. I know. I know. And it, like, how much better though did you feel at first thinking you were the only one that this wasn't happening to? And the I was best. like, nope. I felt... Eight to 25% of people, you for, know, like yeah, no, not no. coming. No, stats were very... Yeah. We literally yeah. opened the show with stats. Yeah. Because I wanted people to be very clear. Like, this isn't just a smut podcast. Like, I know that yeah. there's a lot of podcasts like that have become sex positive podcasts, but they maybe started with like, we're just here to talk about fucking cause mm. you want to, or whatever. And it's like, mm. yeah. For, you- our, for our listeners though, I would love to hear from you guys at yes, text mom. If you have had the same kind of experiences where you just can't come, but you yeah. play with yourself a lot and it's very embarrassing. You don't want to tell anybody. Has anybody else had this experience? I bet we're going to get a lot of response on this. Yeah. Have, do you, if you guys found out like the main factors that lead people to not, being able to come the first time? This guy. The brain. Mm-hmm. It totally is. Yeah, Stress. but even... Stress. Yeah. You're just you know how head. you guys were talking about like this um, sensory de- deprivation tank? Yes. Or whatever, and how you got a boner in there, basically, <laughs> and like your horn. Ken has a boner everywhere he goes. I mean, so. same. I used to, when we were in health class, and they were like, "Oh yeah, guys get boners sometimes." I'd be like, "Thank God, thank you God, can't I see my I'm little boner." Guy, so yeah, I was like, I would have a boner all the time. <laughs> yeah, it comes up everywhere. But there's not many people getting to that state of relaxation and relaxation uh, is so 
much a part of masturbation. If you think, if I think about masturbating when I was younger, a lot of it was done in my parents' house and they're got the next wall next to me. Like they're right over there. They could walk in. I've walked in on them before. Like why Mm. wouldn't they be able to walk in on me? Okay. Um, but like it, there was always something in the back of my mind. This is, this is unladylike or this is weird or I'm alone or whatever it is. Like get your fucking head out of it. Just enjoy the journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me too, sex has changed so much in the past year from chilling out about it Mm -hmm. and learning how it's so mental because I think with some exes, like when we were first talking, it was really hard for me to come with someone because I felt so much pressure to, and Mm. there's a lot of, and it's a guy should absolutely care if a girl finishes and has a good time but when it's like did you finish are you gonna finish you're mm-hmm. just like oh my god i'm so stressed it's out the right worst. now the worst because then that's not yeah. even about you it's not about it's you it's about them it's them feeling did i make, did you, I make you finish right and by the way no guy makes you come no you, you allow you him to, right. <laughs> to he participate can he can in help. your orgasm he can yeah. help you along for sure but yeah. the bottom line is like you know you're the one in charge there definitely yeah. you only can come when you're ready to come. Yeah. Exactly. Th- I mean, this gets back to what we were saying earlier about like, it is a conscious activity that mm-hmm. if you're like, I'm over the hump now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so nice to be out of it. Cause I used to just like, when I'd be having sex with anyone or masturbating, well, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's never happened before. And it becomes for Look them. at this loser trying to so yeah. hard. Like, <laughs> and for guys, it's the same for guys. Yeah. All my, like no guy, no, at least. Yeah. Except Brandon Beevil, who just came on the show. Yeah. But a, very a few guys I know. come on the show, and he was definitely into sex. Yeah. The first times having sex with someone, they're, it's either they can't, they can't get it up, or it, it takes like much longer for them to get up or to, to get off, or it's just immediate. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that they're like Johnny on the spot, like, yeah, yeah totally. fucking hit the button, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And it is a conscious thing. And, and, and then, then if it starts going down, like we were talking about this the other day, <laughs> yeah. it starts going down, that's all you can think about. Guys oh, get going in their down. head really badly and too. Then, and then that's, what did you call it? You said dick sand? Dick sand. Yeah, like quick sand. Like <laughs> oh, the more you resist so it, the, the more, more you resist, it goes down. Your dick's yes. going down. Yeah, yes. it's not dick coming back. Sand. Dick oh sand. Oh my God, yes. that's hilarious. Yeah. But it's probably worse for guys, I would say, because Horrible. you have a visual of it. A vi- <laughs> we can, and we, it's the saddest visual in the look, world. Look at this like, graph. No one wants to look at that. Yeah. It's like, what is this limp no, dick going on no. here? This does not work. And we have to not shame. No, you know? we have to not shame. Yeah. I we mean, this, is, nice. this is what perpetuates the whole fucking thing. I used to be very bad too because instead of communicating from like moment one being like, hey, I hate that. What you're do- Or not, I hate her. <laughs> hey, I don't like that. I would have so- or let somebody do something to me for a while and then by the time I was so fed up, I was totally. like, stop doing that. It's like that episode <laughs> you of know? Sex in the City. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> well, but th- you know, th- and that's another thing too that's so confusing for men. I think you may start out wanting it very, very soft and light. And he's like going at it like a jackrabbit. But then yeah. later on, you want it like a jackrabbit. And he's like, oh, you told me to go light. So it, it has to right. be a constant communication as a, totally. during, during yeah. the ag- actual episode of what you like. Definitely. You have to always be taking inventory too. Are you good? Is this like Now, but pressure? sometimes that's annoying too. I had a guy that constantly was like, is, is it good? Is it good? Am I doing it yeah, right? Am I doing it right? No, shut the fuck up. It. Yeah, literally. We we had a porn star. We interviewed a porn star once. We interviewed Derek many. Pierce. Oh, yes. Who said... Who Pierce? Derek Pierce. Oh, we just had Logan Pierce. How funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically was like... 
there are ways to say like, "Is this good for you?" Mm-hmm. That is not, "Is this for good for you?" Yeah, that that's are much not sexier. like gross. You watch, yeah. you know, as as men or as a partner, be very very observant just to watch what's like happening body language. with yeah, yeah. or or just you, you know the one is she flushing at this point? You know, in her face, it, is her breathing, breathing changing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, and is then she quivering, and then call it out, being like, "Oh, I I see that. Yeah. Like you're breathing heavily. You Ooh. must like that." Or you're something. learning yeah. from yeah, Derek yeah. Pierce there, Cam. Oh yeah, it was very helpful <laughs> for me. We're gonna have Derek on again because he really he was like, guys, it's all about the tease. It's the triangle nipple nipple yeah. nipple. Stay away from the triangle at the beginning. Don't do nipple nipple. Stay match. away from the triangle. Stay totally. away from it. Foreplay yes. is everything. No, it's such do a everything bad word. Else but every nipple yeah. vagina. Do you, when nipple I nipple pussy had that <laughs> tantric massage, that's what was so great about it was it was this full body ma- massage first, and then you incorporate the vagina. But at that point, it doesn't feel like that's my vagina. It's like that's right. part of my body. I'm a little nice human being. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, you know, we, we were talking about my sex with my husband, and I would always say to him. If you want it, because he was ready to have sex, took twenty four seven. I mean, wake me up in the middle of the night. I want to have sex, and he's and I would be like, oh my god, I'm tired. I have three kids. And then anyway, he would always. I, I would just say to him, listen, if you could get this in your head, give me a massage, a five to ten minute massage. Yeah. That's all it takes. I'll be ready like all the 100%. time. Just get that through your head that they, even though it's massaging the pain in the ass, sometimes do it. It's it's so, so nice. funny and so true because my <laughs> I was with someone. In the morning, I was I was sleeping, so of course I'm not there already. I might be sometimes, but I wasn't. In a dream. In a dream sometimes, yeah. yeah. But I wasn't there, and he was just trying to bang. And like, you know when they're like right behind you, like they keep. I'm just gonna put my dick, dick here and like, until ah. you realize. <laughs> yeah. Do you realize? I'm like, I realize. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But first. I was like, it's not gonna feel good if I'm not ready. Obviously, so I was like, can you just hold on? Just can you like tickle my back for a second? That's not code for like take all my back. That's like that'll get me horned up really fast. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think he realized that. I was like, okay, I'm ready now. <laughs> like, my boyfriend and I simple. do something called baby time, where we literally just lotion up each other's full bodies. It's a good idea. Like we're babies, <laughs> and we do idea. it with Johnson and Johnson's baby time lotion and it's like so relaxing baby time time. so cute and weird and baby time (laughs) no but baby time should it should just be a minute it's just a minute to get like lotioned and like feeling like ready for bed that's like going to sleep baby time but then we have five minutes in heaven where we literally set a timer to make sure that both of us gets five minutes and it could be on any part that you choose but like it's nice i do do the timer thing too yeah i mean listen if you're getting a massage another person's gonna want that same amount of time Mm -hmm. oh wow Wow. I have an issue and then with the massages. Or you could do it by how many songs but are in your Yeah, your I'm always playlist. better at massages, so I don't like giving them because I always get shitty ones. Then you go second. Oh. And you get whatever. You, smart. You yeah. get. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I give what I get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's smart. I Good always tip. like to go second because then I'm nude and he's already back there and I'm like, you want to bang? And then mm. we bang. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you. We're on the and same wave. Do. Yeah. do you have any tips for our listeners who want to reach orgasm that haven't been able to? Any, yes. Like, I would go tips? through, go through the how come assignments because like they are, they do start off really tame and then ramp up and they're like that? stuff that, that like yours yeah 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 so like episode one was just lightly graze over your panties for like 20 minutes in like a no nothing room don't listen to music like i did because you'll cry and um yeah and have like the lights off second assignment was 
What was it? Who referred it? Well, to I mean, some of them. Oh, the second one was watch porn. Or read yeah. a third one was look at your vagina while yeah. trying to manipulate it and see if it moves because the clitoris does have like little and it gets bigger tendencies. And yeah, better. it can engorge and yeah. you learn about that. Fourth was go to my doctors. So I went to my therapist and I went to my gynecologist to make sure nothing was physically or mentally wrong because I am on antidepressants and SSRIs can inhibit your horniness but I was still horny, so that was not a problem. Mm. Um, and then episode five, masturbation class and tantric massage. And then episode six, womanizer. Look so at that. You, you have a whole book there. In the yeah, yeah in the making. seriously. But I, you know, interesting about the SSRIs, mm-hmm. they, they do, I was on one once. Um, I forgot how long ago this was. It was years ago when, when my husband was alive. And I didn't, when I was put on it, it was Paxil. When I was put on it, no one told me that it's going to inhibit my ability to come. Mm-hmm. So like my husband's going down for 45 minutes. He's like, what the hell is yeah. going on here? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I was enjoying it. Such the, a bad process, feeling though. But I couldn't like, come. What's wrong? And no one yeah. told me that yeah. that's what the reason was. Ugh. So maybe that was what you're part of your reasoning. Uh, but it was, I never went off of it at all. But you've trained yourself with it. So that's good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. It's very good to know. I but do, what's funny is literally the week after the podcast, I'm sure people talk to you about everything under the sun now because they're like, oh, they talk about it. I can say anything. Yeah. Oh, we, my, yeah, we my, get texts all the time. Yeah. One of my best friends ran up to me after uh, his mom actually came up to me after episode one and she goes, Remy, I can't come anymore because I'm on Klonopin. What do you think? <laughs> And I was like, I think I haven't even come yet. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Tips, though. I think like a very easy one that's mm, helped me yeah. even. Um, oh, we which too. We a lot of people. I was just going to say that. Sorry, sorry. Hey, yeah. I'm um, at page two, baby. Yeah. Seriously, and it's I actually amazing. don't like smoking, which is the weird thing. It makes me very nervous, except during sex. I think it's like yeah. it, it, oh, the best wow. really? thing. It is the best thing. Yeah, and I don't. I wouldn't say this for <laughs> guys, but if you are nervous or insecure or just a little in your head, having a drink, like a glass of wine, can be super helpful too. Mm. Just because you get a little less, I have to come, I need to. And then, you're, and then no one's going to like come. No, but we, physi- <laughs> yeah. we physiologically certain weed does. There's, really there's a new strain that came totally. out. I don't remember what it's oh, called, I, I, but I, it's like a, I wrote a it female down. orgasm strain. Yeah. You did? Oh, wow. Yeah. We'll have to look into that. But stuff. literally our last episode of season one was called Congratulations. And it was I loved it. girls from around the world calling in about their first time. And I think two of them weed was involved yeah edibles or one of them had like a mead weed mint oh yeah yeah I've used those. yeah I've well, look at you yeah you didn't realize weed mint yeah and people should explore porn they should watch it. it's not all definitely so, so scary definitely well, i think yeah, i'm just analytical sure. because i look at it from like a videography's perspective i'm like the lighting sucks and <laughs> but oh and i like it when it's like totally not scripted in some like random back alley somewhere you know, <laughs> who knows what the lighting was used or whatever who gives a shit it's all free stuff on the have you ever seen the ones and... where it's like a taxi cab taxi cab confessions yeah oh it's on she hbo fucking loves this oh my god <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> that's no. actually not even porn. That's no, a no, no, no. There's it's taxi. Ca- there's it, there's oh, fake cab driver oh, porn yeah. where it's like he'll take the girl in and then he's like, "Where can I drop you?" And she's like, "I have no money. Like, want to have sex?" Yeah, I've never seen that. There's a ton of there's stuff a- like that. That's the, I still like it even better. Like the casting couch where you can come in and pretend like you know she wants to get a job. Well, you're gonna have to suck my dick first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we unfortunately have to wrap it up. Oh damn, we're having so much fun with these uh, girls. We end with the same question. 
Mm. But before we get to that question, I think we should, if if you're down, we can go for another five to ten minutes and record a Patreon bonus oh, episode. Yeah. We want oh, a Patreon yeah. bonus where we will, episode. We will ask you our quick fire or rapid oh, fire. Rapid fire is fun. Sex oh questions God. to get you know, to know you sexually. Fire. Yeah. Um, so our last question is, have you ever walked in on a parent having sex or vice versa? Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I called my mom recently accidentally when I was fucking. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. But she didn't hear. I, what? It was like, you, dialed your mom? Your vagina dialed your mom? <laughs> yeah. I was like sleeping on my phone. My alarm was next to my head. And then he woke me up with the sex. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see it like on for 15 seconds. Like, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. so bad. Yeah. We have to change the way we phrase that question then. Yeah. Has Have you ever experienced sex with your, <laughs> with your mom? With your mom. And you said yes. I Yes. I When I was very young, I had a nightmare. And I ran in the room screaming and I ran out screaming too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what was happening? No, no, no. We had details. I saw a lump. Um, he was on top and they were both under the covers. And I always thought about that after. I was like, they must have been so hot. <laughs> Like that sounds yeah. so like sweaty. You're sure they didn't throw those covers up like as soon as that doorknob changed? Probably they probably did. Yeah, I don't know. And then one time I walked in when my dad was in the shower and I saw his dingle and I was so crazed by that. His dingle. His dingle. That is. <laughs> You're like, this is scary. I don't want to see this at all. But what's weird about our family too, and I we've already kind of touched on this, is like we're very proud of our genetics and passing things down. So like, I'll be like, Oh yeah. Like mom, like I think we have the same vagina probably. <laughs> and like, like, Ooh, did you ever ask your mom about orgasms? Yeah. She has them. <laughs> did it she has them. But it did take her longer. Despite only having one guy, she has them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think she did it She's alone always though. Like, I've never had a problem. Yeah. She's she never very... had a problem. <laughs> She's really good at running naturally and coming. Apparently. <laughs> so. Running and coming. Yeah. So yeah. I, That's what Robin they... Casimir's book, <laughs> Running and Coming. But what, uh, what do they think about your podcast? They love it because they are medical people too. Oh wow. Um, and because we are so science heavy because of Charlotte, they're into that. And I think honestly, it takes the embarrassment off of just being a comic. Mm. Like they've been like, like his, you know, Jewish parents are like, where's the money? You're going to <laughs> yeah. basements for free every night. <laughs> um, and so this kind of adds a little layer of clout, which I think they like. And respect. I also think mom at least does not know how to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, oh. most of people my age do not know how yeah. to turn on the podcast. She's yeah. listened. To, she listened to like the first six episodes because yeah. she Whoa. knew it was like important to me. Yeah, and then my dad listened to the episode on body positivity, and he was like, "That was there was some good stuff in there." Yeah, like, he'll help us even like, connect with guests sometimes. Yeah, like people we're interested in. Maybe yeah. we should call them during our rapid fire episode. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That would be so funny. All right. We'll say goodbye for now. <laughs> Listen, tune into our Patreon page, patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And do you, what do you guys Yeah, like you to can uh, find me, Remy Casimir, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remy Casimir. Um, and then How Come Podcast is also on those platforms. How Come Podcast. And it's C-U-M, by C-U-M, the way. C-U-M, yeah. Spell it like an immature little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I have another podcast, if you like reality shows from Britain. It's called We Really Love Island, and you essentially just binge with us. And yeah, and then you can find Charlotte online, too. Yeah, you can find me, Charlotte, <laughs> at uh, Sharcastic on Twitter and Instagram. I, I love that name. name. 
Thank you. <laughs> and that'll be in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for Thank coming you. out. Thank you guys. Awesome. Awesome. This, this was so This fun. was so fun. You came all the way from New York here to just California. Just for you guys. For- <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was so sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.